Welcome to Source Talk, where the future of energy unfolds yet again. Source Talk is the podcast where we focus on Web3, deep in, sourceful, and everything related. Joachim, that's true, right? That is true. <laughs> Good. So another week has passed. We started off last week with uh, just more or less a tech test uh, to see that everything worked out. And now we're back with probably a bit lengthier episode today. Um, I mean, we, we need to find a format, I guess, for, for those podcasts. Uh, what is, do we have a plan for this, Joachim? Yeah, we pretty much profile this as unrehearsed, unprepared, and uh, yeah, pretty much unprepared. And that is true, mainly. But for this episode, I actually have I've created a little bit of a cheat sheet because we actually have a few topics to discuss today. So first up, we're going to announce some news. Uh, we're going to announce some upcoming events. And then the main topic of this podcast, we're going to get a history lesson from you, Joan. Ah, that's that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really, I'm really anxious about this myself because, I mean, I've known about Sourceful for quite a while, but I just recently joined. So I haven't really gotten the full story yet. So I'm really stoked for that. But first up, uh, past week's news. Uh, it's actually been quite the eventful week for Sourceful. So first up is that our su super developers uh, <laughs> have released a new energy gateway, uh, yeah. energy gateway firmware, sorry. Yeah. And it's mainly uh, focusing on stability. So we urge our beta testers to download and flash the firmware. I mean, from what I've seen, it's been quite the success, but we can only do so much from our end. So having our beta testers testing it out and giving us feedback is actually worth more than gold to us. So any feedback you can give us, we are really appreciative of. Uh, we'll also have another launch this week. Uh, I believe it was launched last Sunday, and that's our new redesigned configurator. And the configurator is mainly for onboarding, pretty much setting up your gateway, and as the name suggests, for configuring said gateway. So if you don't have a gateway already, you can still uh, check it out. I mean, you can check out our new design language and things like that. We're going to drop the link in the description. And that is something, Joachim, that we will probably focus a lot of attention on, on the, in the coming like months now just the onboarding process because it's it's actually really hard and uh, i've i've tried to during the uh, weeks i've tried to 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 onboard other projects and and they have done a super good job with the onboarding process but still there is always you know edge cases stuff that doesn't work you need to contact the support and so so trying to make that as frictionless as possible is something that we really need to devote our attention to yeah. now in the beginning before we have like uh, uh, other gateways up up uh, coming yeah i mean having having a stream of uh, 100 gateways coming in at once might cause some issues so yeah 
but mm. we're really focusing on that. Uh, speaking of design, by the way, uh, we're trying to pretty much conclude and solidify uh, SourceFalls design. Uh, and the springboard for that is obviously the new configurator. So stay tuned for the upcoming web because uh, we know that our current web isn't as descriptive as it could be. Nope. Yep. Uh, but we're working really hard on that. Yep. So stay tuned for that. Nice. Uh, also, uh, the past week, we have booked tickets to two pretty major tech events coming up. Uh, and one of them actually is within a few weeks, actually. It's yeah. in February. 22nd to 23rd of February, we will attend Tech Arena at Strawberry Arena in uh, in Stockholm. And we'll so have, if, if you're not from Sweden, you, you don't know, but there has been a lot of controversy again uh, uh, surrounding the name change of this arena where uh, where it was called Friends Arena before and now it's called Strawberry Arena. And uh, yeah, the team playing there are, uh, it's, it's a lot of discussions about the name, but it will be on Strawberry Arena anyway in Stockholm. Yeah, it's going to take a few generations to get that name changed to stick, I believe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, second tech event coming up. Uh, we, we will probably and hopefully attend more events than this, but uh, these are the ones that we booked tickets to the past week that are planned for this year. Uh, and the other upcoming event might be one of the highlights for this source vault. Yeah, probably. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll actually give the word to you on this one. Yeah, so so in September, as you you many probably know, at least if you are into the Web three space, Solana Breakpoint is uh, is happening in Singapore, uh, the nineteenth to the twenty first of September, and preceding that is also Token twenty forty nine. So so we will be attending both Token twenty forty nine and Solana Breakpoint uh, in September. So so uh, give us uh, give a shout out if you if you are attending uh, Singapore, maybe we could hook up in 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 some way. Uh, and actually, we will be. Uh, not just uh, a couple of uh, people going to Solana Breakpoint. All six founder founders will will go. So we will be uh, hopefully seen seen at Breakpoint. And if you want to do something like a side event uh, in 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 the deep in area or or energy area, please please contact us and we can try to 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 to, to do something together because uh, we did that in Amsterdam. Uh, this. Um, um, uh, uh, was it like November something uh, Breakpoint uh, mm. Amsterdam, uh, and it was a real success. So we will try to get into to some of the side events as well from from Sourceful side. So six Sourceful hungry people spreading the world of Sourceful in Singapore. Yeah, that's yeah, true. that's going to be amazing. Yeah, and also if you're into Formula One, obviously someone at Solana is uh, the Solana Breakpoint <laughs> coincides <laughs> with Singapore GP. So yeah. if you want to come down, watch some Formula One and attend uh, uh, Solana Breakpoint, come down to Singapore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be super fun. I, I haven't been to Singapore either, so it would be a, a pretty, hopefully nice experience. Wet experience probably since it's raining <laughs> a lot. But Yeah, you got to bring your we, raincoat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are used to that uh, being from Sweden, so yeah. And actually, yeah, exactly. we haven't uh, we haven't spoken a, a, a lot about uh, in the last episode where we're from and stuff like that. But of course, we are from we are based. The whole team is based in Sweden, actually, uh, and um, spread out a bit. You and me, we are kind of like what is it, five hundred kilometers or something uh, yeah. from each other. Uh, mm -hmm. So so uh, we are a bit spread out, but. Uh, uh, 
may, mainly from from the southern east of of, of Sweden. Uh, and I didn't mention that before either, but we're we're trying out this format with a, with a podcast. And and as of right now, the podcast is being uh, uh, distributed through YouTube uh, and actually their new podcasting feature that they have launched. So we are trying that out with a video podcast on on YouTube. Uh, we are also doing it uh, uh, so with a video podcast on on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can uh, go, go in and subscribe and and. Uh, everything there and we have also gotten it up as a regular podcast on, on pretty much every platform so so you can find us as a regular platform and uh, a regular podcast and we will try to do our best I mean sometimes we will show stuff uh, in picture uh, and make use that we actually can share screen and things like that but we will always try to explain what what we are looking at so so you should be able to to enjoy this podcast uh, always with only audio that's that's the plan anyways yeah yeah anything uh, else yeah no but uh speaking of events uh if you've heard from if, if one of our listeners is attending please come up and discuss pretty much anything i mean we never grow tired of talking about source fault but we're all nerds as well, so anything tech goes. I mean, it yep. would be really fun to meet with the, the lot of you. Yeah. And there are actually more events coming. We we know of, I think, three more events we will attend, but we will. it's not, not confirmed yet, so we will wait until we, 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 we're really sure. But Tech Arena will be exciting, and it will be you, Joachim, and our CEO, Frederick, that will uh, attend that one. Attend, yeah. Perfect. So really looking forward to that. So main topic of this uh, episode hmm. a, hi a history lesson on sourceful uh and uh, i've actually prepared a few questions uh for you uh in my little cheat sheet here yeah but uh, i'm actually going to give the word to you go okay. from wherever and i'm going to yeah. catch up <laughs> perfect thank you so yeah uh, so so sourceful as as a company is pretty pretty young we have um, been around since I think we registered the company like in 2022. Uh, however, uh, we should go back uh, a bit before that. So um, I'm, I'm working at the local university uh, here in Kalmar. It's called Linnaeus University. And uh, we actually got a new employee called Frederick uh, who joined us. Uh, I think it was like in just pre-pandemic, somewhere 2019 or something like that. And um, he, he, he was uh, actually into the Maritime uh, uh, Academy, into to boats and ships and, and things, but he did a lot of like um, artificial intelligence uh, in, in that space and a lot, of, a lot of programming. And he was a pretty techie guy. So, so we kind of... Uh, got to know each other pretty well, pretty quick. Uh, then uh, Frederick moved to uh, Vancouver uh, for, for um, they have a maritime uh, academy as well. So he moved there and did some work uh, for them. Uh, and he discovered something there that was like up and rising. He has always had a fascination for IoT, IoT Internet of Things. Uh, and there was something called helium, like an, a network spreading uh, in the in the west coast of the U.S. Uh, at the time, and um, um, he, he he kind of catched on to that, and and um, then the pandemic came, and he he had actually to move the whole family and himself back to 
to to Sweden because yeah, <laughs> what no point of sitting at home in a in a uh, apartment in Vancouver when you couldn't do anything. So so they moved home, and we started discussioning. And he said, yeah, you should really look into this helium stuff. It's it's really amazing, and they are what they are doing is really cool. And he he knew that I've been into uh, crypto uh, currencies and crypto projects uh, for a long time. Uh, so um, basically, he. Uh, he pitched the idea and he said, maybe we should just, I mean, why not start a company? Just, just like we order a couple of gateways and we start a company and then we try to just like mine using, using the helium network. And um, it's, it's, because on the university we are working a lot with with IoT. You, you, Akim, you have actually been involved in that as well, since we have a summer summer course that is pretty popular in in Sweden and Europe uh, in the IoT field. Uh, so um, it's it's like goes hand in hand that we want to build a good coverage uh, for for LoRaWAN networks in in the region because that will benefit the the students being on on, on campus, of course. But we also saw the the power of helium spreading over Europe and 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 being able to utilize helium in 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 that summer course as well. So 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 uh, yeah, that's what why we 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 got into to helium uh, mining basically. So we did a we we placed an order. I think it's like was it fifteen twenty calship rock? No, it wasn't. It was probably just ten. Calship Rock uh, version two helium minus. Um, there was a big waiting list. It was, I mean, it was crazy. This was probably early 2021, if I remember something like that, in like January. So we ordered them, and and then they came in, in early spring or late spring, maybe. So um, then it was like doing the hard work with those gateways, getting getting them out there getting into partnerships with with energy companies we actually got into a local energy company and, and, and got agreements with them to place the gateways uh, on on strategic uh, places so if you're into the video stream you can actually watch a, a picture of, of frederick in a yellow construction hat uh, with a harness on safety harness on being like what is it 50 meters what's that in feet like 150 feet something like that 160 maybe up in the air so a big big chimney for for a remote uh, heating facility so uh, we, we placed a hotspot up there um, uh, the antennas drawing cables you know doing all of those stuff um, and um, this um, uh, 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 particular miner that we placed here in in the in the summer of 2021 is actually up and running still we haven't done anything with it it's just like stable it's working it's providing network coverage for more or less all of kalmar actually uh, since it's so high up and yeah what is special about this one is that we we got a really um, um, cool um, experience when we noticed how far this can reach actually so so um, uh, I, I have a picture here because Kalmar is located at the uh, Baltic Sea in the in the east of Sweden and when we looked into the data we could see that this uh, particular gateway actually communicated with Kleipeda in, in Lithuania it's on the other side of the Baltic Sea 
and it's it's like 320 kilometers away or 200 miles so it's pretty far and it, it actually if you we had a in the summer course i think actually we had a professor in that we discussed uh, this topic with marco from i think he's from italy somewhere and and um he um, he said that the, in, in theory this should be impossible because the curvature of the Earth is is uh, too 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 big to to make the signal to make it a clear line in any way. However, when when it's summer, uh, a phenomenon called uh, ducking I think is occurring so so that the signal can bounce on open water uh, and and uh, the moisture cloud in the air. So it, the signal bounces through uh, over the baltic sea and uh, all the way to lithuania it was really really cool and we when we worked with like um, the helium network and building this we got a lot of contacts uh, both in helium and and uh, outside of helium with companies doing the same thing basically but but what we saw was this enormous network effect that like the i mean the you get people doing crazy stuff like going up to a chimney 150 feet up in the air uh, installing antennas and, and and the community was like just doing anything to 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 get those gateways out there uh, and and now of course we have I, I i haven't checked the numbers in in a long time but i guess that if, if you count the, the number of helium hotspots is probably close to i don't know a million or something maybe not but, yeah. but uh, yeah but it's pretty impressive at least with the coverage that they have gotten so there was an incentive for for the the users the participants in this network to 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 do this and of course i mean if you i guess if you talk to any deep in project today they they have probably all been inspired in some way or another from from the helium uh, project so and so so have have we but when we did this we we were it was me and frederick and, and along the way we we um, as you do you 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 cross ways with interesting people so, so uh, both uh, or two, two more uh, uh, people joined this business and helped us and um, uh, did a lot of work around this. One of them uh, has good connections in the energy business and know the energy business really, really well. Um, and and he, he, I think it. If if we should get get credit to someone, it's probably him because he he saw this potential in in the helium network spreading. And also saw all the problems that it is with a big centralized uh, power grid uh, that we basically have today. Uh, so he started thinking and talking to us: Could we do something about this? And, and that is basically where the sourceful idea was was being born. That that we saw that we 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 need to 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 take this centralized grid system and try to decentralize it and, and why is that well because that is happening already now so if we go back 20 years in time uh, and now i'm i'm talking from with my swedish glasses on because that that is uh, the, the energy market that i'm most familiar with but i guess it's kind of the same even though the power um uh, the, the, the um what do you say uh, the resources that you you generate uh, the electricity from differs from country to country but in sweden back then it was a lot of nuclear power combined with uh, uh, water power uh, water plants and um, that has shifted a lot uh, 
those last years so going into wind may, mainly. So, so today I actually think that wind power is the main uh, production in Sweden. Uh, that was not how it was uh, a few years ago. And also solar, of course, coming uh, even more. And uh, th this is putting a lot of tension to, to the power grid to, to, to be able to balance all those new smaller decentralized resources because i mean every household could have a a solar plant on on the roof and and uh, sell energy and and that that makes it uh, stressful for for the energy system so um, we started thinking well what if we could like just connect all of those solar the homeowners solar pvs connect them into a network like helium to, to and what could that make us? So we started thinking about that. And in Sweden, it's uh, uh, a big thing now is just to have balance in the grid. So in, in Sweden and Europe, we have 50 hertz. So, so we always need to have 50 hertz uh, of frequency uh, in, in the power grid. Uh, and, and this could vary. It could go up and it could go down, but it can't vary that much. And uh, if, if we're looking at, at just last... Um, days i think it was two days ago uh, there was a problem with balancing the grid since it's um, it's a big storm that has passed through norway and sweden so it's so it's pretty windy outside actually you can if you hear some noises sometimes it's probably because uh, of the wind right now and 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 that made the wind um, productions uh, go really high and that put a lot of tension on the on the grid because if you you all may always in a power grid you always need to cut some consume as much as you produce that's like that what you you at, at every single moment the production and the demand must match but if it doesn't match, what happens? Well, the frequency will, there will be a congestion on in the grid. So the frequency will build. And that what has happened uh, just a couple of days ago. So, so we got a spike in the frequency. It went up to 50.24 uh, hertz. Uh, and that's okay. It's, it's okay to, to be at these levels for, for shorter periods of times. But if this continues to happen, I mean, if if we if we don't do anything about it, the frequency will uh, rise, 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 and and uh, after a while, the power grid needs to be shut down in a controlled way because other thing otherwise things will break, and of course the the big power companies are looking into this they're okay so they see that the frequency is going up they know that the wind will blow so they try to 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 lower the effect on on nuclear plants or they they stop the water plants and things like that but i mean we still have all of those solar resources that are not controllable there is no one that is able to control those uh, uh, facilities and and there is um, uh, the power companies uh, don't know how much they produce so so what we want to do is connect those uh, pvs and be able to in in the long run control them as well and, and take part of the markets that is called uh, um, um, uh, yeah, the, the, the demand response market basically so there is another market uh, separated from the energy market that that helps stabilize the grid so so that was what we discussed how can we help stabilizing the grid and and from that source was uh, was uh, born uh, basically um and 
Yeah, so the connection to helium, uh, because that was where I was. So, so we saw that in helium, uh, a lot of, I mean, they had the same problem that we basically. So to be able to control a lot, uh, control and be participating in those markets, we need a lot of solar PVs to be uh, connected to our network. But how? What is the incentive for for homeowners to connect their solar PVs to 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 us? Well, the same problem Helium had. So what what does uh, why why should a homeowner place a uh, gateway uh, in, in their house to, to 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 be able to to communicate with IoT sensors? Well, maybe if you get a little bit of a reward. So so if you get a token you might actually be able to 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 spread this word so so that's basically what we are doing as well so installing this and proving that you have renewable energy and that you are producing renewable energy because we will only connect renewable resources but uh, that will uh, be what we as of right now call proof of source i'm i'm not i mean that is kind of proof of coverage in the helium network so we call it proof of source so so that that is basically uh, saying that okay we we can prove that you are producing energy then you will get a payout of of or reward in this uh, sourceful token so that's where we are right now we have tried that with our beta testers that has gotten um, rewards for not just producing actually in the this phase because it could be equally as important for us with a, a pv uh, gateway that is not working because then we we get interesting data from that so so we are not at this moment um, having rewards connected to the the production side but that's the plan going forward in in our tokenomics that we will probably get into later but yeah that is, that is basically the story during during those last years we 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 know that we were four starting off and we knew that okay we will not be able to pull this uh, uh, this burden on on ourselves so so, so two more founders joined pretty early um, uh, on on the hardware side connecting pvs and uh, configuring inverters and things like that and also a uh, experienced developer from from uh, um, yeah actually a game developer in the in the beginning but he has been working with with software development for a long time as well so so 20 plus years um, so, so as of now, right now, we are six founders, and then Joachim, you uh, joined, and then uh, Jacob joined as well uh, as uh, employees uh, on the payroll, and now we also have other members joining the team in different uh, constellations. So, so I would say that we are, yeah, what can we say? We are around. It's hard to, to tell exactly, but around 13, 14 people working. On a daily basis, more or less, with with sourceful less of right now. However, we are still having our daytime jobs. Joachim, you are studying to be a is it pen testing or is it a developer? Yeah, yeah pen testing. Yeah. So yeah, pen testing. yeah, yeah. So so we are uh, we are in a transition phase right now, trying to do as much as possible with sourceful while maintaining our daytime jobs because they are important as well. So yeah, yeah. That that's that's the brief brief history we will probably go into more detail in 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 the years to come but but as of right now it's how it is thank you for that insightful history lesson
I actually learned a bit of a bit about Sourceful myself <laughs> during that, so much appreciative. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, the thing is, I mean, we've had actually a few breakthroughs over the years. You said 2022 and forward. Yeah. And um, and sourceful. I mean, it has been discussed in in in, in the Discord. So so the sourceful as a name, it's a pretty, it could be pretty hard because I mean, um, uh, if if I say sourceful, you you probably can kind of get the, the words together. That source, okay, source. It's like uh, has something to do with a source of energy and, and and things like that. And source to be sourceful to be like. I don't know, protective of the your your energy or your your sources. So so so, and that was actually a name that has been uh, in in one of our team members' uh, plans for a long time. Not for this project, but for other things. So, but then we decided to go with the SRC full. So SRC for source code, you know, like the source folder. So so for for a developer looking at sourceful, it's probably pretty straightforward to say sourceful but but for someone that is not a developer it could be like a really strange like src full src full so so we have heard in the sweden f u l is ugly ugly yeah so it's source ugly so 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 we have had 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 encounters with with Swedish people saying that oh are you the SRC ugly oh then I know with the company oh no it's not fool it's it's uh, full it's like English so yeah uh, uh, so so uh, we will see maybe, maybe we will we discussed maybe doing something like sourceful energy or something like that just to to, to get the, the energy part in there and uh, but we are still early so so nothing is. Uh, settled yet you know? yeah exactly not, not nothing is set in stone but but it's under review <laughs> yeah 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 we, we we but thank you for uh, i don't remember who it was but thank you for the the um uh, pointing it out it's yeah uh, we, we and we really appreciate i mean don't don't uh don't be afraid of speaking up and, and like criticize things that you think we should like do different because i mean we are so early it's it's a lot easier to steer the ship a bit in in another direction now than doing it like two years from now so so yeah the more we learn from you now the better so so and and i mean that is what we tell our beta testers as well that just try to give us feedback on everything because it's it's hard it's it's it's, it's hard to distribute hardware it's hard to distribute software it's everything is hard uh, so uh but but that that is what makes it so interesting as well um, speaking about um, uh, the uh, Discord, Joachim, uh, we can maybe we should like uh, if 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 you're listening to this and are not part of the community, please please join us in the community. You will find links in like everywhere. Uh, yeah. Yet. And also, uh, speaking of like tokenomics and things like that during the history of Sourceful, uh, we're going to drop our documentation in the description as well. So you can read more about that proof of source and what it means and our tokenomics and things like that. Yeah, uh, and, and we will be really clear that the tokenomics and everything, everything is up for like revisions and things like that in this stage because we are super early. So, so as you said, Joachim, nothing is set in stone yet. So just be aware of that. 
Okay. Anything else you would like to, to know now when you have the chance of, of discussing history? Not really, actually. I think this is a great time to wrap up this episode, actually, because we're yeah. going to go into more depth uh, further on. So, but this, I mean, 30 minutes of sourceful history, what more can you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I hope as well, it will be really exciting to, to listen in to this podcast now for us as well, because we have upgraded our hardware. So, so hopefully we have, we have uh, bought new microphones, uh, hopefully, uh, we will have kind of a more uh, better sound profile now. That that's the yeah. goal, at least. So, um, and uh, we also made a change. Maybe some of you noticed that we 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 changed the YouTube channel because that channel was actually a, it wasn't a um, what's it called commercial account uh, stuff on YouTube. So so it was the wrong type of an account basically so so we try to fix that as early as possible making making it more streamlined so so as of right now it's sourceful official but we will try to get the old account name back but it's blocked with other accounts so we need we have renamed that and we need to there are probably some um yeah periods to wait as well so are updated so you're going to find the podcast on uh, uh yeah for youtube on this link that's provided yeah so remember uh, try to twitter or x uh, in in uh, do a subscription there we release new uh, things there all the time also please join our discord and uh, remember your energy is your power